So, hello everybody. It's about 7 a.m. It's 9-11-2023. I'm sure timelines on Facebook and Twitter, aka X, and many other places will be talking about the significance of this day. Unfortunately, this day also has a even more odd significance for me. So if you indulge me for this episode, I would really appreciate it. Also, normally with an episode, I kind of plan it out ahead of time. I create some talking points and whatnot to kind of keep me on track. But for this particular episode, we're just going to... I'm going to speak from my head and I'm going to speak from my heart. So if things get a little off or off track, I do apologize. But on that note, I want to dedicate this episode to Richard, the man who was in my life at a time when my love was new and for the first time and whatnot, and he was a great father-in-law, along with a good person. He used to be a teacher. And his teaching didn't go just beyond teaching in a school. He kind of actually took the time and sat down and talked to me, have a conversation with me, and learned about me. And in the process, kind of became the first and only person in my life I could actually ever associate with the word dad. I mean, he taught me so much in the time that I knew him, including, <laughs> ironically, including some of the things that, you know, a, a real, you know, biological dad would do for their child, for their son. And he taught me about, you know, lawn care and how to take care of a mower. He was also big into computers and gaming as well, so I would kind of talk about that and show him something, and then he would teach me something that he had learned, and uh, together we would both kind of learn off of each other and just kind of adapt to what was going on at the time with computers and gaming. But even the most simplest of things, he taught me how to tie my first tie. Hard to believe at the age of 27 at the time but yeah <laughs> never had tied a tie in my life until that day so yeah Richard dad this one's for you so on this particular episode we're going to reminisce and reflect even with today with being what today is it's not going to be about that well not really it's going to be about how my life kind of changed and had a big kind of U-turn, if you will. Maybe U-turn's not the right word. Probably just a big, you know, harsh right turn off a bridge, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> that is what we're looking at today. We're going to reminisce and reflect and talk about... The good and the bad and the ugly of that day. But with, like many other stories, it didn't really start that day. It started about four days earlier on September 7th. And that is where we're going to start our story.
start at the beginning 2001 it was a big year it's a big year for me i'm four years into a marriage to a person i actually thought was you know my best friend and everything uh, we both were working pretty decent jobs and whatnot we also ended up in a new home looking forward to spending the rest of our lives together growing old and all that jazz we also, with the new jobs and everything, and getting along with my in-laws and whatnot, everything seemed to be going right with the world. And then September came. If I had known then what I knew now, I would have probably, unfortunately, had done the same things because it was in my nature to you know, be the husband that I thought she wanted me to be so it all started in that september not on the 11th but four days earlier on the 7th it was my ex-wife's birthday at the time and i had decided to treat her because we had just basically moved into the brand new house that we kind of helped put a lot of work in and build and whatnot and i planned the whole day out a day of pampering relaxing Hanging out, movies, games, even a drive to the very first spot where we met. But that all changed that, that morning. While going through the pampering stages of what I had planned for that day, we got a phone call. My father-in-law, or I will refer to him as a dad from here on out because as far as I'm concerned he's the only one in my life who actually not only earned that title he deserved that title so dad this uh, had a accident a mishap and my mother-in-law found him gone laying on the bathroom floor unconscious they couldn't revive him and later on we found out it turned out it was a aneurysm there was nothing that could be done doctor said it would have happened no matter what whether it be that day or the next or next month or the following year it was bound to happen it was just waiting at the right moment to occur you would think that this little incident you know losing a family member you would think this incident wouldn't phase me at this point in my life i have lost so many people that you think i would have been numb to it you know just be like yep another person has passed away but because of what he had done in the little time we had together. It hit me a lot harder than I thought it would, but it also hit my ex-wife a lot harder. Fast forward a few days later, and we're going through the process of trying to figure out everything, going through paperwork and whatnot, and my mother-in-law is frantically trying to do all the lawyer stuff and accountant stuff, and here we end up signing some paperwork, and at the time we're not told what it is, blah blah blah. But later on, that will become apparent in a different episode, because that's a different subject entirely. But I end up trying to be cautious with paperwork, as far as legal paperwork, just because of how I was brought up and everything. So I'm always very, very, very cautious. 
So now we fast forward to September 11th. It took them full four days because they wanted to do a confirmation of the medical reason and whatnot. So they did end up doing an autopsy and they did confirm that he suffered a blood aneurysm in his brain. He didn't feel anything at the time when it happened. He just basically fell over. While this may sound lovely and painless, I can tell you as a person who it didn't happen to and was outside of it, there was a lot of pain involved for everyone else. I got dressed, tied my tie, I looked down and kind of laughed a little bit. It started to hit me. Nothing in a way you would think. It turned me into who I was before everything. I was quiet, cautious, hesitant to talk to anyone in the family. I became the child I was as an adult. And trust me, when you have an experience like that, it is very weird and also very eye-opening at the same time. I fumble with my tie like crazy, trying to remember how he taught me how to tie it. And in the process, I end up just end up sitting on the bed, my head in my hands. And at the time, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I broke down, as anyone would, losing a family member. But knowing what I know now, I think even back then, part of me knew that this was going to be bigger than it, than it was. But little did I know the things about going on in the world because we still had to, hadn't had any internet or uh, any kind of television or anything in our new house back then. So we had no idea what was going on in the real world. When we went to my grandparent-in-law's house, which is where we were all meeting because he was being being laid to rest in the family cemetery. Well, I arrived, walked in, and sat down and saw what was going on in the world. Yes, this is 9-11-2001. I'm sitting in a living room, dressed to the nines for a funeral, and here the world in the process was losing so many more people. I can honestly say in that moment, my grief funneled into anger and frustration but I was still grieving at the same time because I knew that the moment we had to walk away from that television I was laying to rest one of the probably most important people in my life. So now let's talk about the aftermath of everything that we just talked about. Well, number one, I looked at things a lot differently after that day. After having to watch thousands of people be killed on television and turning around and having to put dad to rest, it can change anyone. Little did I realize it had changed my ex-wife at the time. It changed her a lot more than anyone could anticipate. That is the day that changed everything and 
proceeded to stay with this person for 10 more years under the guise of being married while actually going through a lot of emotional and psychological abuse. Also, that shortly after that day, that is when we lost everything. My ex-mother-in-law decided in her infinite wisdom to deal with the loss. She turned around and sold everything. Sold every article of clothing, piece of equipment, every piece of property. She sold it all off. Even our home right from underneath us because she had turned around and the paperwork we signed basically gave her power and control over everything. So in the coming months, because of that being a fixed point in time, I'll use a science fiction reference for this, we ended up losing a house, ended up losing, I ended up losing my job a few months later due to things happening in the world of satellite television and then my ex-wife also lost her job due to restructuring so yeah 2001 started out really well but then by the time we hit september to the end of the year it basically was put on its end little did i realize that it would affect me even to this day today uh, i will be going to see him like i try to do every year on this day uh unfortunately due to the circumstances of 2023 i have to do it at a certain time in a certain way just to avoid contact with anyone else which shouldn't happen but unfortunately it does <sighs> i only wish things could have gotten better but they did things got a lot better as after the divorce, so you can say that that day was a big day as well. So what am I saying with all this? When you are an older individual, <clears throat> you have these moments in your life where you kind of look and take a retrospective of certain things and certain events and certain times in your life, and you actually come to several realizations one of which is that you realize that the lesson that you learned that if it's not within your control don't worry about it none of the events that happened were really in my or my ex-wife's control everyone else had control of what was going on someone could have changed someone could have made a different decision could have made a different choice could have done a different thing and who knows maybe things would have been different but it happened as it happened and there's nothing that can change that one of the other things that i was not only <laughs> reminded of but also reinforced the simple fact that treat people better than you should just because of the simple fact you never know where they are in life you know never know where their mindset is you don't know what could be going on even that day so remember treat everyone you meet with kindness understanding and caution because you never know you might accidentally <laughs> run into someone that's gonna take you away and put you somewhere where you don't belong and the last thing i learned from all of this is that you never really know what person can come into your life circle and not only maybe reinforce it but maybe make it better change how you think how you feel how you act how you react you just you just never know that person you met for only six months 
could change how you approach things or how you feel for a lifetime. Or that person you've known for a lifetime could change you for only a short period of time. It's just a matter of perspective. It's just a matter of what you take in as a person and what you take from it as a person. So now the rest of the aftermath of this event. As I said just a little bit ago, uh, my ex-wife ended up taking herself to a dark place, refused to get any kind of help, went down a destructive path, aimed it all at me. And one of the big questions I always get asked about this kind of thing is, why did I stay? And the answer I could tell you just a quick answer would be, why else would I stay? When you're in an abusive situation, sometimes staying seems like the best and only option you have. Well, then I get told, well, you could have left. Yeah, a normal person could have left. From the outside of it, if you're looking at it, yeah, could have left. But I didn't because of one very specific reason. I had made a promise to dad. I had made a promise to make sure to take care of her and to make sure that no matter what choice I made is that she was happy. Now, I did make sure to take care of her all the way until the, <laughs> till the end, aka the divorce, but I knew that in the end, I did what I could to keep her and make her happy. It's just she did decided not to accept it, and I cannot force someone to accept my kindness to make them happy. I just can't. No one can. No one should. And as an update, in case anyone is wondering, uh, my ex-wife is currently remarried. She remarried quickly. Uh, unfortunately, she married the person that was kind of in, indirectly or, or directly, depending on your perspective, responsible for the divorce, of all things. And apparently, she is currently, from last time someone contacted me about it, she is currently in a very miserable and very toxic and a very abusive marriage. And she's choosing to stay, apparently. There's a funny thing with life <laughs> that I was taught by a, a very close and dear friend of mine who is no longer with us. Is that life will keep giving you situations until you learn the damn lesson. So if you end up in a moment and you're like kind of having deja vu about it. There's a reason why that deja vu is happening. It's because life's like, hey, you didn't learn that last time or the last two times or the last ten times. So I'm going to give it to you again until you freaking figure it out. Uh, life is a funny thing like that. So what have we learned from all this? That although you're always told to look forward, live in the now, the situation presents itself where living in the now and looking forward does no good if you do not learn from your past or realize how your past has influenced you as a person. I mean, dad, without realizing it, influenced me in so many ways just by the fact of the constant time we spent together the conversations we had, 
And him stepping up to do and be the one thing I'd never really had in my life up until then. And that was someone in a father figure position. Like, I treat that as if that was my childhood. More than my actual childhood. So, in that note, remember this one important thing. Events of the past do many things. One, they try to show us the right way. Two... They try to teach us something we have to learn to survive and be who we are. And three, the past is meant to be remembered and not lived in. So on that note, guys, I have to get off of here. This episode has taken one, a lot out of me. (laughs) And number two, I have somewhere I have to be. So I have to go say hello and leave some flowers for someone. So on that note, you guys have a good one, and I will let the outro carry you out. Thanks to everyone for hanging out for episode 4. I know there was probably a lot here. Uh, It was a different way of doing an episode where we just kind of free-float it. But I want to thank everyone for taking a listen. If you enjoyed the podcast, give it a like, thumbs up, or whatever interaction is on the platform you are listening. Feel free to check out the podcast Twitter in the description. And as always, stay positive. Be safe and game on.